All right, let's try this one more time. Boom, we're live. What up, pimps? What's up, everybody? What up, what up, Chris? How you doing, David? I'm all right, I'm all right. You know, parent-teacher conference days tend to drag ass. I know what you're going to say. You know, now I have to work a nine to five like everybody else. Here's the thing. I show up at seven. I show up at seven. Therefore, I should be able to leave by three. This is my argument. All right. I just, Fair enough. Are you saying that because we tried to record this a minute ago and then we had to re-record it? So you knew what I was going to say? We are we are not in a recording <laughs> studio. We we are we are a very budget-heavy podcast and we do the best of what we've got podcasting on a budget hey man i i still enjoy it i don't even care if nobody listens to us to be honest it's true i know that we've got loyal fans who are out there voting in twitter polls giving us mentions retweeting us i appreciate that but even if it was just you you and i talking and us recording it and that way we can talk to our children about it i think that's a cool thing (laughs) i know our children that don't exist yet hey don't Back in the day, Chris and I did a podcast. <laughs> Who's Chris? Watch, play, Back the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so anyway, welcome to Watch Player Pete with Dave and Chris. Thank you for joining us uh, tonight. We are talking about movie trilogies. Hell yeah. Um, we put a poll on Twitter. There's a tie between this and 80s action movies. Um, and the only reason it tied is because I came in and voted for 80s action movies. So I thought it would Boo. only be fair. It would only be fair to uh, pick the one that actually won, which is the movie trilogies. Uh, so yeah, uh, before that, let's get into what we've been playing and watching. What you've been getting after? Apex Legends, I'm sure. Dude, this game has been consuming my whole life. And you know what? It would have been Mario Odyssey. And I want to rant. <laughs> I want to rant for a couple seconds. So. There was finally a decent enough deal on a Switch to where I bought one. I finally succumbed. I bought a Switch. All excited last night. Came home from work. Got it all set up. You know, I'd worked out with Becca. I'd made dinner. It was around 8 o'clock. And I I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to forego showering. I'm going to get the Switch set up just so I can play, you know, maybe the first level of Mario. And then I'm going to go shower. Uh Uh-huh. And then I get all the switch set up, and I'm, all right, all I got to do now is open up the Super Mario Odyssey. Open it up, look at the booklet, because it came with a special booklet for this deal. So oh, that's a pretty cool booklet. You know, I'm excited to play the game, though. Of course. Take the plastic. There was plastic wrap on the case. Yeah, brand new game, right? Brand new game. Yeah. Open it up. No fucking SD card for the game. I was so mad. I was beyond mad. And Becca's only ever seen me mad like this one other time. And it was over something stupid like this. So when <laughs> when we were she and I played Diablo a lot when we were first dating. We played a shitload yeah. of Diablo together. It was how we initially realized how much both of us were into video games. And so there was an expansion pack where you could play as a necromancer. And I said, dude, I desperately want to play a necromancer. I want to raise corpses. I want to use them as my unholy army. Of course who doesn't? Of exactly. And so I bought it. And I tried to boot up the game, and it said, you don't have this. You don't have this. Oh, yeah, because you had the... I had the EU version. (laughs) And I lose my ever-loving mind in front of her. (laughs) And I I basically throw a tantrum for maybe two minutes where... Nice. I bought bought the thing. (laughs) I bought the game. Why is it not letting me do it? She said, it's not a big deal, dude. I was like, it is, though. It is. It is a big deal because I bought it, and now I want to use it. (laughs) It's the biggest deal. I agree. I agree. But... I would say that I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey, but no, I've been playing Apex Legends. I went home this weekend to Lena, to the land of no internet and no video games for me. Yeah, um, where same. I did, 
Yeah. When I, whenever I go, same thing. It's, it's such it's such a dry spell yeah. from from society, which is such an awful thing to say. I love spending time with my family, but yeah. I just I crave uh, I crave everything else that I have here. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, there's some nice things at home that I could get back to. Yeah, but right, it's a weekend visit. I don't want to yeah. live in Lena ever again. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. ever Sorry, ever. people that may be listening to this that want me to. Not uh, gonna happen. Um, but we, uh, we being my nephew, uh, his friend, and my brother all went to go see Alita: Battle Angel after Aiden's basketball tournament. By the this way, greatest movie ever, right? No, no, it was awful. Best it, so far this year. Best. No, movie? no, no. It was one of the sure? worst. It was one of the worst <laughs> movies I've had the displeasure of watching. It ever, ever. It probably makes my top twenty worst movies I've Holy ever seen. Crap. Well, nice. dude, it clocks in. It's so long. It's two hours plus. Yeah. And okay, so movie opens up. Christoph Waltz. I said, "Oh, I didn't know Christoph Waltz was in this. Very exciting." Uh, you know, he's a doctor of robotics and shit. <laughs> I, I don't exactly know, but he basically <laughs> brings this cyborg back to life. And then within five minutes, you know, the doctor's like, "Don't, don't leave the house because we don't know what's out there." And she's like, mm-hmm. "Okay." So she immediately leaves the house. Of course. And they discover this game called Motorball, which is basically roller skating basketball. Okay. Uh, I'm with you so far. <laughs> at which point we introduce our love interest, which is one of the Jonas Brothers. They're all kind of the same to me, so one Yikes. of them. Um, at this point, we find out that Alita is actually a battle person because she's out at night when she wasn't supposed to be. And she finds out that her her dad, Christoph Waltz, uh-huh. is a dude who does bounty hunting on the side. Okay. Interesting. And, yeah, right? And so all, so all three of these... All three of these plot points that could be just individual movies are just all clashing all at once. Yeah, feels like too much in one. Yeah, and none, none of it gets fleshed out. None of it's very good. It's all just very convoluted and confusing. And I, I ended up walking away and saying, this movie had some really cool ideas. I think the bounty hunting side of this with bounty hunting cyborgs that had been committing mm-hmm. crimes, I thought that was super cool. That part sounds cool. The rest of it kind of blew. Yeah, uh, futuristic sports not up my alley. Um, how are the, how are the visuals? The visuals were kind of cool. It's James Cameron, so I mean it's going to be kind of cool. He produced it, but Rodriguez, uh, Robert direct, Rodriguez, yeah, yes, uh, directed yes. it. I know those two have worked together in the past, but yeah, this just this didn't click in any way, shape, or form for me. I I I could not recommend this movie to anyone. Okay. I, I just I can't see a person where I would say. This is for you. How did your nephew like it? Because I know that's um, why you went to see it. Well, so I got out of the movie and I said, that's a D minus. <laughs> and he said, well, I think it's a C. And here's what I think. I think it was cool that there was fight scenes. Were they good, though? <laughs> well, no, but there were fight scenes. Okay, so a D, right? <laughs> so there were cool ideas, but we didn't flesh them out. It's just yeah. kind of shitty. It didn't fail. There wasn't. There was no... There was no defining moment, but there wasn't there wasn't a total lack of substance, right? There was ideas that were played out. Um, I don't know. I just I couldn't I couldn't get into it. I couldn't buy into the universe. And my nephew yeah. was running to go pee every thirty seconds. He got a <laughs> supersized lemonade and nachos, uh, as, as every third grader should at the movies. And then on Sunday when we got back, Becca said, "Let's let's watch some movies that are going to be up for Oscars that I haven't seen." I was like, "Yes, let's watch Roma." Yeah. I don't want to watch anything with subtitles. 
Okay. <laughs> what What do you want to watch? Well, I really want to watch Black Klansman. Okay, sweet. Love the movie. Rewatched it. It's great. Uh, Denzel Washington's son, once again, fantastic. Can never remember his name. Um, I know we couldn't. <laughs> Me in, neither. I, I remember we talked about it, and we said, we'll remember it next time. We don't. Um, that was great. Uh, love Spike Lee's take. I know there's some people who just hate Spike Lee in his eye, but I think he's got a really good eye for film. Yeah, um, I agree. And then after that, we watched A Star is Born, which is Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. Uh-huh. Uh, with him and Lady Gaga as their leads. And yep. then what's his name? Emmett. Sam Elliott. Yeah, Elliott. Elliot, yeah. Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. Um, he was great in this. I thought that it was just, I thought it was okay. The music was fantastic, obviously. Yeah, great soundtrack. Just, I don't know, kind of fell a little short for me. Fell a little short. Uh, I think I think it was cool. I don't think it was as cool as Black Klansman or some of the other movies that were on the list. So nice, nice. Yeah, I've been playing some more Rocket League. Um, that game is crazy addicting. Uh, so hopping into that. Uh, continue to watch Parks and Rec, of course. How far are you now? I'm into season four, like halfway through season four. See, I cannot I cannot get Becca to commit to a TV show for the life really? of me. Really, Parks can't. and Rec is super easy to commit to. Yeah, I know, I know, well. but I, she she. So here here's the. Let me see. There's one, two. So I know there's Mr. Robot. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, and then there was another one that she just said. Well, what what about this one? Dude, every every week it's a new TV show. Just because somebody <laughs> it doesn't work, get started. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll watch an episode. It'll be seven thirty at night and say, "All right, you know, you're ready. You know, we've got all the chores done. We've got all our work done for tomorrow, so we're ready for work. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, are you ready? You ready to watch? You ready to watch something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty seconds in, yeah. just insta sleep. <laughs> just as soon as we sit down and we lay down, just uh, immediately asleep. Adulting is hard. It's hard to find time. Um, I watched Jaws as well. The actually, original? Yeah. That movie yeah. kicks ass. Yeah, it's really good. I actually started it last week. Um, it's a long And then now. I fell asleep. It's like two and a half, right? Is it two and a half? Uh, it, it's like two hours and like ten minutes or something okay. like that. My but it, the first half kind of drags, and then the last half is like awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because that's when all three of them go out in the boat. That's what you want to see. So We're yeah. going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> Great movie, uh, classic, obviously. Um, now, have you watched Jaws three, where Jaws can scream? No, I haven't. <laughs> that happens, and Michael Caine is in that movie. Um, I watched Solo. You inspired me to watch Solo. What'd you think? I didn't uh, think it was that bad. Not that bad, but ultimately entirely forgettable. Yeah, like, it's just it, it's not was... a it's not a movie I'll ever watch again. Uh, I didn't hate it though. I, there were some redeeming qualities. I did not like the one guy as Solo really at all yeah, he was he was too di- too idealistic right you wanted him to be more jaded that's how yeah I he was just too he didn't remind me of well Han solo i think towards really. the end maybe you got some solo-esque stuff but in the sure. beginning it just i don't know yeah and i didn't like paul bettany's character uh dryden ross or whatever his name is oh. the main big the big bad yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, with the wait, what's the do we need the scars on the face like no at this point like, what do you, just, what'd you think like what do you think of old rampart uh, he was good. Yeah. yeah. Old and Woody I, Harrelson. I actually, I didn't see it coming. Uh, well, and I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. But I didn't see the twist with his character. So I, I guess that part was good. 
Um, actually, you know what? It's been out long enough. Fuck it. I don't care. He, I, I didn't Woody Harrelson portrays. Yeah, he yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't see him betraying what the whole crimson red thing. First of all, that's the dumbest freaking name for a villain ever. <laughs> and then it turns out to be Darth Maul. It's like, why don't you just call him Darth, Darth Maul? Maul? And then they're like waiting for this, and then they like reveal it. At that was the that end. was kind of a cool reveal. I it's a cool reveal, but it's like. I don't know. Have them actually be in there. It's like we get another hologram, like we did Snoke with the Force oh, Awakens. Like, yeah, it is cool that like there. It is now technically canon that he survived though, and he's got the mechanical legs. As soon as they like opened up that the hologram and they didn't show his face at first, but they showed the legs and they were like metal or like, uh, you know, robot legs. I was like, I bet that's Darth Maul because I knew he showed up at one point because it's kind of spoiled. Well, but. he was. Um, wasn't he in Clone? Wasn't he in the Clone yeah. Wars cartoon? And, and I don't know if they made those canon or not. I think I don't. I don't think I don't know if they're canonical. Cartoon, yeah, yeah. But it was cool to see him in. I wish he was, would have been actually in it, but I understand they didn't want to have any like Siths or Jedi in this movie. Whatever. Um, so I watched that uh, a couple nights ago. I watched There Will Be Blood. So um, I take your milkshake. I drink, drink it, it up. up. I don't want you anymore. I don't love you. <laughs> Drainage. <laughs> Bastard in a basket. Like, I love how the two most quotable lines of that movie, like, come in the last 25 minutes between him and his son and then him and the preacher. Dude, that um, scene with the preacher in the bowling alley is yeah. bonkers. I don't know. Just everything everything in that movie is so fucking good. Yeah, it's just... I've, I think that's probably the fourth time I've seen it now. And I... I I bought it a while ago. I, it's 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 worth a buy. That's a yeah, buyable movie. It's just like it is truly a master craft. Like it is that term or masterpiece needs to be reserved for movies like that because I well, truly think dude, it is. Daniel Day Lewis just uh, he was. It felt like he was born yeah. for this role. He just yeah. That might be my favorite performance. Gangs of New York. Movie. Gangs of New York. Do you think is a better movie for Daniel Day Lewis or Lincoln? Out of those two, like not comparing all three, because I think that there will be blood as his best performance. But Gangs in New York versus Lincoln. Oh, that's tough. Uh, I've only seen both those movies once, by the way, and it's been what a while. the fuck? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'd have to say Lincoln. I'd have to say he's better in Lincoln, but that's tough. I mean, that's a tough. The, dude, decision. he's so good. It does. It yeah. never feels like he puts out a shitty movie. No, well, and if he is in a bad movie, like his performance is always top notch. Like yeah. it's always better. What was what was the name of that one that he put out about dressmaking that came? Oh, out Phantom last Thread. Yeah. I want to see that so bad. It's on HBO, but like I said, my HBO subscription ran out. <laughs> and you were, you were trying to look for me for the hook. Yeah, yeah, which didn't happen. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, and I can't find it. I think it's on Prime, but I think it's one that you have to buy, and it's like I'm not going to buy it. I've never seen nah, it. Nah, it's one on rent. So I'll probably get it from Family Video because I really want to see that because that's um, also done by Paul Thomas Anderson, who did There Will Be Blood. So. I would I would sit down and watch that movie with you. I would split the yeah. rental fee. Yeah, I let's watch it. I'm down. I'm interested. Um, yeah. Also, I thought it was really cool. I looked up some trivia as I always do after I watch a movie that you know that it's going to be kind of hard for you to remember this because it is such a long movie it's probably been a while since you've seen it but do you remember when he first comes to little Boston the main little town that they go to yeah and he's on a train yeah and he gives this the first speech to all the townspeople and he's like we're going to build schools and we're going to we're going to roads and we're going to roads in in church and all this stuff like I guess that whole speech was improvised no shit that's so cool and I guess uh, Paul Thomas Anderson the director was like 
he's like it's perfect it's plain view on a platter daniel plain view the character on a platter like it's perfect yeah and i guess he just loved that he uh had ad-libbed that but yeah great movie if you've not seen there will be blood it is a it's a modern day classic. Have uh, you seen the Adam Driver sketch that was on uh, SNL? Yeah, yeah, the, the oil baron. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. That's a good one. That's, yeah, that's pretty recent too. Yeah. I thought that was such a random like deep cut <laughs> of like a skit on SNL. Like, not many people are gonna get this, but I dig it. Like, I thought it was super funny. Uh, okay, so that's all from me from what I've been playing and watching, or from all that I've been watching. I believe we've got a review from you, yes, Christopher? Short review. This won't be as long-winded as the Resident Evil 2 talk. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anything could be. All right, Dick. Hey, want to grab me another one of those? Yeah. All right, so Metro Exodus uh, went out and rented that uh, Thursday night. Played it over the weekend. I had a three-day weekend, so I had plenty of time to watch or actually play that um it is a really fun game looks great it's not perfect though i hear that sometimes the outside sequences are way less fun than the inside sequences uh yes and no well they do open world very surprisingly well for what they're used to doing i I hear that it feels kind of like you're running in water your character's so slow for being (laughs) that's uh that's probably my biggest complaint and i so i'm gonna go over some pros some cons and that's your worst when you're inside and i'm gonna go through a little bit of a gray area in the middle of stuff that i think is good but kind of verges into cons so some pros for me, the graphics, it looks amazing. I hear, I, mean, I hear it's one of the most gorgeous games that's come out recently. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks great. Um, gun customization is really fun. Uh, there isn't that many kinds of guns, but like you like the you pick a core gun, and then what you're able to do with that one gun is insane. Like okay. it, You can make it into whatever you want. So that's really cool. Uh, character animations are really cool so i hear that some of the so i'll let you finish but i've heard a lot about the character animations yeah it's just really cool like they do it pretty much better than anything i've seen just like when you interact with something like in a as and it's not a cutscene either it's just interacting with the environment like during a mission you're picking something up or you know you're investigating something it's really cool how they do that um the open world areas and the confined interiors i think it does both extremely well. I think it does do interiors a little bit better. Well, inter- interiors were their bread and butter for years. For years, both the previous games were almost entirely interior sections, and they just fucking rocked. They were so claustrophobic. Yeah, and they definitely bring that back. Like, for anybody that's played them that's scared that this one doesn't have that, trust me, it still has it. Okay. I mean, you know it's going to have it from the very opening of the game because it puts you right into the metro, and you're, it's like here you got limited supplies, limited ammo, and you got to make it to this checkpoint. So I've also I've also heard a lot about the uh, the character building for dudes that are on your team or whatever it's called, your unit. Really um. Well, just as far as like dialogue. Yeah, or? just the just the dialogue between characters is really strong, and you, you, yeah. you start to feel a connection between them. Yeah, you do. Um, and that's kind of my gray area. So. Let's get into that real quick. So, yeah. uh, gas mask, lighter situations, and night vision charging. So I know that I know the gas mask lighter situations are canon for this. For this yeah, situation. I mean that's it's, that's it's a carryover. Um, it, so this is why it's in the gray area. This isn't a con, and it, it's kind of a pro. But here's where it, here's where it gets dicey. I'll give was you an it, example. Was it was it frustrating from a game design standpoint for sections? Yes. Or? Okay. Now it's intentional. It's not like they mess something up and it's clunky. On uh, I, I think it's designed to be challenging. Clunky. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So the way the gas mask works is you have to like uh, you recharge you, it, right? Well, you uh, craft new filters that yeah, only yeah. last a minute. Um, so it won't go through that minute unless you're in a really radiated area. Okay. Um, so if you're not if in you're, one and you take the gas mask off, like you, you obviously don't burn through that time. But yeah, yeah. The, so I'll give you an example uh, between the gas mask, the lighter situation, the night vision goggles. So. Uh, the lighter, um, you really don't use the lighter much once you get night vision, but you have to charge the night vision goggles. Oh, so okay. there's so th- there are times where you have to alternate between the two. Exactly. Okay. So there's a mission where you go deep underground, like you take this elevator all the way down. This sounds and there's badass. These, there's these spiders, mutated spiders. This sounds that are super all badass. Over. Yeah. And you have to get this like uh, document that's from like 2013. This game takes place in the future. So you have to go into all these rooms and these spiders are only damaged by light, uh, specifically fire, but also like sunlight hurts them, but you're deep underground. So all you have to actually hurt them is, is your lighter. lighter. Oh my God. So here's where it gets challenging. You, there's not always power on underground. Like you've got some teammates above ground kind of helping you. So okay. at different times, like the lights come on and you've got, you, you know, you could breathe a little bit. But at other times you lose power. And you have to have it's the night just you. On. It's you and your night vision. But then you gotta keep charging them because it, you burn through the battery using night vision as opposed to a Fuck. flashlight. And the flashlight shit underground. So anyway, you got your night vision, right? Uh-huh. And every like two minutes you gotta charge that thing up. Well, when you charge it up, you have to put your lighter away. And as uh, a result, the spiders, spiders can, can attack come at you. you. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, but. <laughs> You got to have the lighter out to hurt them, otherwise your gun does like no damage. So you're constantly like trying to charge your li- your Dude, night vision awesome. before it runs out. This sounds like a really cool situation. Yes. However, here's where the third thing comes in: your gas mask. So oh, while all this is mask? happening, you're in a radiated area, and oh you're, my you're, God. the t- the, cl- the clock is literally ticking down with how much time you have left on your Jesus. air filter. So while all this is going on, you're trying to charge your night vision goggles and keep your light out to burn the spiders. You gotta <laughs> you gotta craft a gas mask filter real quick, or you're gonna suffocate from the radiation. <laughs> so all this shit's happening, and you're like, like where's the end? Like this is insane. Like so it's. It's it's crazy. A, it sounds like a super memorable moment, at least. It is, yeah. I will always remember that moment because I literally had to craft a, craft a filter on the fly while getting attacked. That's badass. And I like this idea a lot. Yeah. It sounds super challenging. It is super challenging. and it. But at a certain point, I was like, all right, like this is annoying. Get me out of here. That's why it's in like the gray area for me because it was like it was just a, like a heart attack. But uh, So, yeah, that the looting system. So... The looting system is not as bad as I thought. Like, you don't have to... Animation every time? Yeah, there's no animation, but you do have to hold. And then there's, like, you have to kind of loot twice because you pick up what they have. And then you can basically dismantle their gun by loot looting again. So then you get more loot. So you have to loot twice. It's kind of weird. weird. Why not so, just be able to dismantle from the first screen? Exactly. So you're going to have to loot twice. So That's that annoying. Sucks. And then the enemy AI is hit or miss. Sometimes it's really good, but sometimes it's god awful <laughs> when they start shooting you though they're like pinpoint accurate so okay. that's and you die on like three shots okay so even at like full health so you have to be careful um and then the last thing real quick here i'll wrap up uh the cons the clunky ass movement uh including shooting and moving around this game literally feels like you said like you're trudging through water while you're walking i've heard that a lot i had to crank up the sensitivity to max as soon as i started playing like in the, oh. in the first 10 seconds of doing anything <laughs> i was like nope where's the where's the options menu like i'm cranking this up because it, it's it's unbearable um 
clunky ass movement. Uh, the boat gameplay in the beginning, you're in a boat. Oh, I hear the boat stuff is bad. It is atrocious. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. It, it's like a hundred times worse than like God of War. Um, right. And God of War was actually pretty good. But all right, so play. what do we got here? Buy it, rent it. Uh, w- oh, wait, actually, let's do it. Uh, buy it, wait for it to go on sale, rent it, or never. Mm, well, I rented it, and I have no regrets renting it. I'm almost done with it. I'm about to move into the last area. So um, buy it, wait for sale, rent it, or never. I would rent it. Rent it, yep, okay. I would rent it. Unless you're a fan of the series. Uh, but, playable through a weekend, or? Um, I didn't quite have enough time, but I also took some breaks because I was playing some Rocket League and watching Parks and Rec and stuff. Yeah, so okay. I think it's doable. I think you can beat it like 20 hours. So if you got a, a long weekend with plenty of time, you could probably beat it. Okay. That's my question here. All right, I've got some other cons, but let's just move on. Um, what do you got for us for the news? I mean, we got to talk about the Academy Awards, right? That's really all I got. Yeah. Mother fucking Green Book. Yeah. Well, well, I haven't seen it, so I can't speak I haven't that, but seen that, it the either, one, but dude, Roma was so fucking artsy and just yeah. every everything that the Oscars usually wants, and I don't know. It's because it's that Netflix original, bruh. Uh, dude, I can't believe that they would do that shit. <laughs> it should be about what is the best film, what's, what's the most groundbreaking shit, and this was the most groundbreaking yeah. movie. It did win Best Foreign Film, so that's cool. Um, is, and Alfonso Curion won for Best Director and Best Cinematography for it, so that was cool. I know. Um, but I just it should have won best film, and yeah. Spike Spike finally got his. Yeah, for, he uh, got his adapted. for uh, yeah best adapted screenplay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk real quick about the uh, first of all, uh, Into the Spider Verse won best animated feature. Fuck which yes, is as awesome. it should, as won, it should. Won over Incredibles two, which I agree with a hundred percent. Um, I enjoyed Incredibles too, but I enjoyed Spider Verse much more. Well, I feel like I feel like Disney. Everything they put out this year was a very safe bet. They didn't put anything. It, that was, most of the time is yeah. Mo, almost every year it's a safe bet as far as their well, animated features. Well, I wonder. I wonder how far back you'd have to go. So yeah. So I actually there's a post on Reddit because w- when I saw that Spider Verse had won, I was like, oh hell yeah! Like I love that movie. When was the last time and it wasn't Disney? Or yeah, Pixar? and I was like, Incredibles two didn't win. I was like, Disney always wins. So and then as I was thinking that, I, I kind of forgot about. It. And then later there's a post on Reddit, uh-huh. and someone actually did the digging, and How apparently far? since 2006, holy shit, so. Disney has won every year since then, or has not had a movie up for nomination. Fuck. But every time they've had one up for nomination, they've, they've won. won it. Yep, wow. since 2006. Um, and they actually lost it. To, uh, they lost Cars, went up against Rango, I think, and that's the last time they lost it. Oh. And now they've just lost it again. Dude, I liked Rango a lot. Wasn't yeah, Johnny, Rango was, was so much. Was Johnny Depp in that movie? Yeah, that was yeah. A he played a cool movie. Fuck, yeah. that's a movie I haven't thought about in a while. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like since 2006, they've won it every year. Um, Mahershala Ali, that dude yeah. deserved that. Yep, Green Book uh, won best film. Uh, and I feel like I just feel like that is uh, they won best original screenplay too, which is one of the big I ones. Know. I know. Um, that's cool that he won though. He won last time for Moonlight too. Yeah, he won a couple best years sporting. ago. Yep. yep. Same same situation. Uh, Rami Malek won for best actor, and Bohemian Rhapsody also won best editing, which. I heard the editing is terrible in that movie, and that's I something I look for. I haven't now. seen it. I haven't seen it. I'm probably never going to see that movie. I'm going to watch it. I feel like I have to at this point. It was such a big mm. movie, but I heard it really wasn't that good. Yeah, that's every, and, everything I keep hearing from everyone. Yeah. Fans, critics, everybody. Yeah, but a ton of people went and saw it. I mean, obviously, some people really enjoyed it, but 
Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We already covered the other notes I took. So, yeah, I, I did not watch the Oscars. You know, I just went online afterwards like everyone else does nowadays and got all my info. Yeah, but there's a stream. Why don't you watch the whole thing? That way you can watch corny bits and shit. No, it's awful. I heard they didn't have a host this year, though. Which well, yeah, because like Kevin, Kevin Hart got, uh, got shit-canned because uh, he said some homophobic things in the past, which I don't necessarily agree with it being homophobic. I mean... You know, he said he says some inflammatory things. I don't know if they're homophobic. We got going on over there, Chris. Um, yeah, let's get into the beer review. I don't uh, have one. <clears throat> oh, actually, there's this one last. This is completely random and not news at all. But I was scrolling through Netflix last night, okay, and I I hovered over Mindhunter, which we both enjoy a lot. Did they and talk about season two coming soon? No, they didn't. I was hoping they would. But there was the it played this trailer that I'd never heard before. And it wasn't really a trailer, it was like a sound bite, and it was from the actor that plays Ed Kemper, the, oh. the main serial killer, the main yeah. focus. And it was the actor talking about playing the character, and it's only like sixty seconds long. And he starts talking and he's getting more in depth about what it's like to play Ed Kemper. And the more he starts going in depth, the more he he more the, he, gets into he the starts voice. changing his voice, and he's like, and then when the glasses come about halfway down the nose, I and he just like turns oh, into Ed Kemper by the so end, creepy. yeah. And it was like the one of the creepiest, like most well done, like sixty second just snip. It was not even really a trailer, just I, a little. I like, want to go back and rewatch that. It was so yeah. good the first time I watched it. it I, I absolutely binged the shit out of that one. Yeah, same. We, uh, we loved that uh, when it came out, Sarah and I. So, yeah, uh, beer review. Let's what, do what, it. What are we sipping on today, Christopher? We're sipping on some all-day IPA by Founders Brewing Company out of Michigan. This is a session IPA. Uh, which typically means lower IBU, lower ABV, just kind of a more drinkable beer, something you can drink in a session. Yeah, so this is a yeah, pretty low ABV for an IPA. 4.2, uh, right? Uh, 4.7, actually. Oh, I apologize. Um, IBUs is 42. That's probably where you got that from, actually, 4.2. So 42 (laughs) IBUs. Uh, The rate beer rating is 96 out of 100, so very high. It's a banging-ass beer. Yeah, and this is a very crushable beer. Availability is year-round. Yep, nationwide, year-round. Um, I've actually so a good example of this. I bought this uh, camping trip last summer for the Absolutely. whole day. I bought a fifteen pack as they sell them in, and uh, yeah, Just I drank it all and day, yeah. and uh, it was great. Um, yeah, I got I actually got really hammered, but <laughs> <laughs> it was a great day. Uh, yeah, this is an extremely drinkable beer. One of Founders' best beers, I think. Uh, I would say this arrogant. Uh, no, not arrogant bastard. Arrogant bastard is. Um, Rogue, stone, I think, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stone, and then stone. dirty, dirty bastard is yeah, founders, right? Yep. Dirty bastard, they're scotch. Old, old dirty bastard. And um, then uh, what's the other one that I really like? From Backwards founders? bastard. And Backwards then there's bastard. breakfast stout. Breakfast I mean, they got a whole, they got a lot. Founders is a very popular craft brewery. Yeah, I feel like at Big least fan. here in the Midwest. Big fan. Yeah, I love founders. Um, they don't really have any tasting notes. Uh, an all-day IPA naturally brewed, brewed with a complex array of malts, grains, and hops, balanced for optimal aromatics and a clean finish. It's super sure. easy to drink. Uh, yeah. Very approachable. Yeah, this is a great beginner IPA, I think. Yeah, yeah. I Anything mean, session is going to be easy to approach. Yeah. And this is, like we said, pretty widely available. So if you want to check this one out, it might be in your area. I mean, you definitely get that, that hop forward and a hop finish. 
It is, yeah. It's not, it's not as aggressive, but it's it's there and it's noticeable. Very true. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. There's not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, it's very it's just classic uh, pine and citrus, really. I mean, I I, I would say that everybody should try this beer. Yeah, I think it's good. I've gotten it quite a few times. So, I mean, and I I know you're a big fan. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into the spotlight uh, tonight. Spotlight. We're talking about movie trilogies, uh, just kind of in general. I didn't really pick a favorite, although I do have some ones that I really enjoy, and, and David does as well. Let's bounce them back and forth. Let's get it going. Yes, yeah, so my, this is my first pick, and, and I truly believe this is an underrated... I mean, these movies made a lot of money, but like nobody talks about them, and that is the newer... Uh, Planet of the Apes reboot trilogy. See, I've only seen one and two. I haven't seen the final third one. Oh, I'll lend it to you if you want. Okay, I would. I would gladly watch that. Yeah. So. so, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn, and War for the Planet of the Apes are the three newer ones. My favorite is Dawn. Dawn. I like Dawn a lot. One. Yep. Yeah, I, I love that movie actually. Um, yeah, these are really good movies uh, with a lot of character development, almost more on the ape side than the yes, human side. I would and agree. Andy Serkis absolutely kills it as Caesar. And wasn't he – like this dude, this dude, it seems like he's only exclusively doing motion capture shit. Wasn't he Gollum as well? <laughs> he, he's like the godfather of, of motion capture. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he really good, really good trilogy, really good franchise, and I hope they don't make more because it ended on a really good note. I thought so too. Based on what I've heard, I haven't watched it, but what I've heard yeah. is that it ended in a good place and that things kind of feel resolved in some yeah. way. Yeah, they do. Uh, best comic book, I think it's. I mean, Dark Knight, Dark Knight trilogy. Oh my it's, god, it's the greatest. I mean, dude, you know what one sucked though? That one with Bane. Don't you say Dark Knight Rises. That movie blew. I love that movie. Really? So this is a hot take. That's the best one. No. Okay, it's not the best one, but it's my favorite one. (laughs) (laughs) It is my favorite one in that. I don't don't know why. Like, I just, I missed the other two in theaters. I didn't see them. I saw Dark Knight Rises in theaters. I was 13 when the Dark Knight came out, so I did not, Yeah. Going to the movies wasn't something I just chose to do. Oh my god! I remember when the Dark Knight Rises come out. Uh, I went and saw a midnight screening of it. Yeah. I went and I so they were playing the first two. Yeah, you told me about that. So yes. you went like pretty much. All I went for day, nine like all, hours. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. Yep, that's I think we had a day off school, and I went just all day. I think it was me and Colin Hare. We went and saw yeah. all three of those movies back to back to back. I was just blown away by The Dark Knight Rises. I, and I love Bane. I think that's a big part of it Bane. is villains in movies. And Bane is my favorite. Probably he, he's up there for my favorite comic book villain. There the is movie. no way he's better than Heath Ledger's Joker. There's no way. I enjoyed him more. <gasps> oh, I don't I don't care. Chris. Look, I'm what, not what saying, about Magneto? Did you like it more than Magneto? Which which Magneto? Original Magneto. Yeah, I like him more. Okay. I, I like Michael Fassbender's Magneto nope. more than uh, um, Ian McKellen's. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just love Bane. I, I love everything he encapsulates uh, for that Chris. character. And I love Tom Hardy's uh, portrayal of, of Bane. And really, more importantly, Christopher Nolan's vision of Bane. It made him very real. Mm. But I digress. Uh, original Star Wars movies, of course. That's probably that's in the pantheon for me of just iconic movies and yeah. and a great trilogy. Well, I think I think it's one that if somebody is interested in watching just movies in general, I think that's a really good place to start when you're <clears throat> when you're talking about this hero versus villain storyline, right? Yeah. Oh, it does that dynamic. 
so well. Probably better than it. I mean, that dynamic of the movie is like better than the movies themselves. Because I mean, you go back; those movies are corny. They're campy. Yeah, they're corny. I mean, they're campy. But I mean, those there's so just those, a magic. Those, about those things them. that we see as cliche now are things that at that time were kind of revolutionary yeah. and new <laughs> and fresh. And now it's everybody wants to do that shit. But yeah. Or everybody wants to be like as real as possible nowadays. Yes. Like everything has to be so grounded. Well, take a point, the Dark Knight trilogy. I mean, yeah. the source material is not that at all, but they made it so. And and that ended up working, you know, for them. But yeah, so those are kind of my three picks. Obviously, Ooh. there's many more trilogies out Lord, there. Lord of the I, Rings? I love. That's not in it for me. You don't love Lord of the Rings? I don't love Lord of the Rings. Holy shit. Are I, you I like Lord of the Rings for a lot, real? but yeah. uh, I, I can't. I look. I tried getting into them. I've seen the. I've actually sat down and watched the first two, and I've seen enough of the third. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of all of them for years, and then eventually I actually sat down and watched the first and oh, second. Man. On spring break, I might just do a Lord of the Rings day. That might be like all I do. Like the whole day. Yeah. If you want to pop might, in, pop out. All right. I think I might. I maybe I need to commit. Maybe I'll do that with you. Maybe um, I'll watch them with you. I like it. I like this attitude. We'll do that, and then we'll watch Phantom Thread at some point too. Yeah, I'm big uh, fan. Big fan of all those ideas. Let, well, let's let's commit to Phantom Thread this week. I want to okay. watch that this week together, and then get our ideas for the podcast for next week. Sure. Boom. Down. All right. We made definite plans. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have any picks real quick before I get into kind of this unspoken result of the second and third movies and trilogies? I uh, just want to talk Lord of the Rings real quick. think yeah. it's fantastic. think that all three movies are very strong. think that... Uh, do you think uh, they get better with each one? I or would do you think they're all like on the same playing field? I would say Fellowship is weak, but yeah. uh, Twin Towers and Return of the King are yeah. both very yeah. top-tier films. Yeah, and maybe that's my problem because I've seen Fellowship way Fellowship, more than the other two. Fellowship kind of blows. Yeah. Um, how about the Hobbit <laughs> trilogy? Eat it, dick. <laughs> I think my mom said it best when I took her when I took her to go see the first one. She said, "What the hell? The Hobbit is such a short book. Why did they make it into another movie?" I said, "Oh, mom, that's so naive. You think it's just one other movie? <laughs> There's gonna be two more." Yeah. And she was just so mad. She just and then said, three more, right? They make three of the new Hobbit movies, right? Yeah, there were three. So it was we went and saw the first one, and then she's like, two more. She's like, well, there's only going to be one more, yeah, right? right, right. She, she said, also, this doesn't follow the source material at all. This doesn't follow the Hobbit story basically at all. Yeah. Because that all came first, right? The Hobbit yes, books so came first. Hobbit, the, the, Hobbit, the Hobbit is like a prequel. So I think yeah. that Jake uh, Tolkien, he wrote those books. He wrote Fellowship, Twin Tower, and then... I think you wrote Hobbit in between the two okay. uh, Twin Towers and then um, not Two Towers, not Twin Towers. Holy shit. Twin Towers two is ta- nine yeah, yeah, right. Twin Towers is nine That's all right. We've been drinking. <laughs> um, so. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So this is something I've noticed for quite a while, and it's kind of – and a lot of people are aware of this. It's it's the result of a trilogy movie, usually with a the lot of things. The second is the best. Oh right, God. so the first the first movie gets made, right? And it's before anyone knows it's going to be a trilogy most of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Like in a lot of these cases, the first one is good in a but trilogy. Not but not great. And then on the second one, they improve upon everything. And then for some reason, the, the third, third one, one kind of falls apart. They lose something. Yeah, it's yeah. like they went too far. 
And I have several examples. I'm interested to see what your your responses is to most of them. Uh, the original original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Oh my 2000s. god, dude! Spider-Man Two is such a fucking good movie. Spider-Man yeah. Three is an absolute travesty of a film. Exactly. Like it just. Topher Grace fell was off. so bad. Yeah, and and the Oof. Sandman, just the whole they tried to have too many villains and it didn't too work. much stuff. None of it worked. And yet. then Sony tried to do it again for some reason with their rebooted Spider-Man. I didn't, I didn't watch any Andrew of those. Garfield. I don't know why they tried to do it again, but yeah, I mean that's a perfect example. The first one was good. That's my favorite one again. Controversial. Oh. It, it's for nostalgic purposes. Spider-Man seen, Two is so good. I have seen Spider-Man One so many times because we illegally recorded it off. TBS when I was, I was really young, excited on VHS for years. Uh, so yeah, Spider-Man, that's a good example. Um, and then The Dark Knight, like we, what we just talked about. Again, my favorite is not the best one, but same story. I mean, Batman Begins was really good. They improved upon everything Dude, with Dark, the Dark Knight. Knight. Dark Knight is an absolute classic film. It is, yeah. It, and it's rated like number two on IMDb's top 250 movies. Rightfully so. Ever. It kills. Uh Star Wars, same thing. Original, like, Empire is always regarded as the best one. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back, that's like, that's the best. And then Return of the Jedi loses whatever that is. Although I still like it. I I like like Return of the Jedi. And again, (laughs) the first one's my favorite. The original Star Wars. Yeah. A New Hope is your favorite? Yeah. Well, and back then, not to turn into a purist douchebag on you, but it was just called Star Wars back in the day. (laughs) Cue the eye roll. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just something pure and like innocent about it that I, I really like, and it just it started just the called, whole thing. I, I, I want to go back to the you you calling it just Star Wars. Eh, who does that? Who I are did. you? I did. If I if I just said, hey, you want to go see a Star Wars? Who would say a which Star- one? It was a Star. You, you want to go watch Star Wars? Huh? Well, nowadays, yeah, nowadays you can't say that. But yeah. back when they came out, people called it actually Star Wars, and then they called it Empire Strikes Back. And then they called it Return of the Jedi. Oh, my God. Hey, you get all fucking critic high mind on me all the time. All right, I can right, do this. Right, let right, let me enough. have this. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Back to the Future. Um, I know oh, you don't like those movies. Dude, Back to the much, Future 2 blew. You like that movie? Yeah, I like Back to the Future 2. I like oh, the first one more, but the ori- the a lot ori- of people think the I second would, one's I would the best. say that one. Ooh, ooh. The original. you never heard that? I've never heard that. The oh. original is by far the best. I, I mean, I agree 100%. Um, the Godfather. Um, I well, would, that's kind know, of a you tough agree? one. I think part one might be better. I That one's I, really tough. I like, me, I like part two, part three is awful. But yeah, again, so the, we, the, tre- we never, the trend we nev- follows. The trend follows at we least never, for the we third never, We never talk about part three. <laughs> yeah, and let's not talk about part three for uh, Back to the Future either because that Woof. Wild Wild West... That was does not work. That was not at good. All. But yeah, Godfather Part Three is also awful. I mean, it's close. I both Godfather One and Two won Best Picture as they should. They were yeah. fantastic films. Um, granted, that doesn't determine whether which one's better. But uh, the X Men original trilogy and oh, the rebooted yeah. trilogy. Oh yeah, I think that's like a coincidence, and it really holds true for like both. True. True. Um, X2 United was that what it was called? It had a weird name. X yeah. United, X2 United. It was X United or X2 United. Yeah, clearly the best one out of one, two, and Last Stand. That last garbage stand can was of a trash. movie. 
Gosh. And then with First Class, which was really good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed First Class, but Days of Future Past is about to regarded say, as... However. Yeah, I mean, that is... I love that movie. I've seen it by far the most also. And then Apocalypse just was panned heavily I hear, by I a hear lot of people. Apocalypse has spots that are bright. Yeah, I, I enjoy a lot of Apocalypse, but it's... It's not well. It's not well recognized. And, yeah, and Days of Future Past are both better. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was kind of weird that both were better. Um, the original Mad Max, uh, The Road Warrior, is always oh. regarded as the best. Um, I've seen the first one. Well, isn't it's kind of boring? Isn't is it Thunderdome that's three? Yeah. Okay. And then Road Warriors two. Yep. Okay. And then Beyond the Thunderdome is three. I okay. have not actually seen Beyond the Thunderdome. That movie is pretty badass. I like. Is it? it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, I have. Dude, there's this scene where oh, it's like one of the black dudes who's in the WWF, and he's like, "Can you dig it?" It's fucking awesome. Well, did they rip that from the Warriors? Because that's what the one guy does at the beginning. Yeah, of the Warriors. I think they did. I think <laughs> really? they did. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it was it was badass in the setting. Um, and then the last one I have, and I'm sure there's more that follow this rule, but uh, Terminator. Oh, my God. T2 was so good. Yeah. I mean, it's often regarded as the best. And it, like I said before, Terminator 1 does not get enough love. Well, I think it's more of a – I would say T1 is more of a horror film, actually. Yeah, it's, it's a different movie for sure, but you know, it's in that trilogy. And then, again, 3 was terrible. Rise of the oh, Machines or whatever. Oh, 3 was bad. Um, and granted, I, they've made more since then, but those are kind of the core three. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and then I just have some other notable trilogies that maybe don't follow that rule that I just wanted to mention. Uh, Lord of the Rings, which we already talked about. Mm. Toy Story, of Ooh. course. It's probably the greatest all animated this, trilogy. All three of those movies are really good. Yeah. And now they're making a fourth one, though, so it's not going to be a trilogy uh, anymore. I don't, but, I don't but know at why the time they're... of this recording, <laughs> Toy Story is still a trilogy. Uh, the Evil Dead. Oh shit! Which I've I've committed a mortal sin because I still have not seen any of the any Evil of Dead. them. Nope. Oh, dude, they're so campy. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard the second one's the best. Oh yeah, it is. Um, but I've also heard Army of Darkness is super good as well. It, all so. three of those movies are actually really fun. Um, and then kind of bring it back to comic book, uh, the Captain America tri- kind of unscheduled or whatever you want to call it, unnamed trilogy, I think is pretty good. The first one, not so much, but Winter Soldier was really good. Winter Soldier was good. And then Civil War was one of my favorite Marvel See, movies. See, I know, I know they called it a Captain America movie. It almost felt like an Avengers movie. It was like a mini Avengers movie. Yeah. That's how it felt. But know. it was done so well, and that's what got... I think Disney and Marvel to pick the Russo brothers to do Infinity War, which and now and now Endgame, yeah, because the Russo brothers did. Uh, I think they they did both Winter Soldier and Civil War, I believe. Um, and then the th- <laughs> I only mentioned the Thor trilogy because I really like Ragnarok. I don't really like the first two movies. I like Ragnarok a fuckload. Those yeah, other two I love Ragnarok. Die. Uh, <clears throat> Alien, kind of. Uh, one and two are good. Yeah. And, Three was in. Yeah, and that's why I, I and I don't think it qualifies for the previous uh, kind of category we we're talking about oh, because it was just one, two is I think one is just as good as two, if not better. Yeah, it's just as good in a different way. Like they're two totally different movies. Agreed. One is like suspense sci fi horror, one is like action horror sci fi. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, so no, no, I get, I get what you're saying. At any rate, Austin Powers. Oh don't don't forget about Austin Powers. What a great trilogy that uh, was. The Matrix. Um, that's one where they just kept getting worse. 
Like yeah, the first I, one. Part was one like was so good. One of the greatest sci-fi movies. Part ever. two, I was. I still had me. Part three, I just. I, yeah, I was still on board for Reloaded. You know, to an extent, <laughs> I was like, all right, there's some cool stuff in this movie, but it's definitely not as good as the first one. And then Revolu- Re- uh, Revolution. Yeah, Revolutions. Revolutions. Revolution. Revolution. Was it Revolution or was it Revelations? I who, who gives a shit? It sucked. <laughs> yeah, that movie blows. Matrix Three blew. Yeah, and then uh, Indiana Jones. Yep, was another notable trilogy. Let's talk about the Crystal Skull as well. Let's not. Let's not <laughs> talk about that ever on here. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. All right, Chris, close this out, buddy. Uh, that's all we got. Um, Oh, real quick, this is random. I re-uploaded the Dark Comedies uh, podcast because at the time when we got done recording, I wanted to add some sound bites from American Psycho into it. Oh, hell yeah. I was a little buzzed. I didn't have the 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 you know the the oomph to do it, so I just I said fuck it. I uploaded Does it, it sound anyway. Badass now. Yeah, so I I edit I, I re-edited it. it and I put in a few sound bites from American Psycho. So if you're interested in listening to that, just skip to like 30 minutes in, and that's about when the spotlight talk happens. So if you're interested in that, we'll kind of give you an insight to Patrick Bateman and American Psycho. How can people interact with us, Chris? You can go ahead and follow us on the Twitter, um, as I like to call it, the Twitter. Uh, ask us questions on there. You can DM us. You can also email us at WPRpod. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Tell your friends about the podcast. And what is your favorite movie trilogy? Uh, Let us know. Thank you all for listening. Cheers. Cheers.